Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hello, everyone. It's your girl, Devon, and this is MTV's official challenge podcast. Now, it's just me today, and I am missing my girls. Yes, I am missing the rest of Destiny's Child, but I'm going to give you this Kelly Rowland solo album, so let's go ahead and get into this dirty laundry. This episode is going to be so spicy, and I cannot wait. All right, y'all, so let's get into it, okay? Of course you guys know I couldn't resist. I have to give you the gold star and the timeout, even though it's just me here. Well, I just not. It's us, because we here, okay? Twitterville USA, you in the building. Instagram USA, Reddit USA, everybody in the building, right? <laughs> and so we are doing this podcast together. And so my gold star is 100% going to go to Nariz. Now, you know, I love rooting for the underdog, right? And I'm so proud of her because baby girl was given the little engine that could and I was here for it. That elimination against Amber. First of all, Amber is a beast, okay? And so the fact that she didn't just go out there and just full on demolish Nariz, like she was holding on for dear life. And I was so, so proud of her. Even though she didn't come out with the victory, she definitely came out with a gold star for me. So let's clap it up one time for Miss Nariz. Now, let's go ahead and get into this timeout, okay? In my personal opinion, these trivia questions this season were very, very easy, okay? Minus the Star Wars, because I probably wouldn't have gotten that one. But the other ones were fairly easy. The fact that Casey did not know who Adam and Eve was, baby, time out. I need you in a dunce cap in the corner. Like, you can't play with no toys, ain't no recess for you, ain't no nothing. Because, girl, what? Adam and Eve? How do you not? What? Girl, bye. <laughs> But enough of me talking, okay? Let's get to the part that you've all been waiting for. This is going to be such a great episode and it's gonna have so much tea. And I'm not gonna hold back from y'all. Like, we going in and I'm not gonna stop and keep this from you guys any longer. Norris is here and you already know I'm about to get all up in this talk, okay? <laughs> I'm asking all the questions. We getting into the situation with Tori and Jordan, her and Nelson, this elimination against Amber. Like, we going all in, all right? So stay tuned. Don't move. Stay right where you are because we'll be right back. They say time waits for no one, and neither should payday. Challengers wait a whole season just to find out if they're going home with the gold and the paycheck. But for everyone else, the money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. 
Earnin is designed to support you in the short term and long term. Access your own money on your own schedule and cover what counts. From a special night out with Bay to a last minute gift or an unexpected vet visit for your furry friend. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in MTV under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's MTV under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Friends, family, cousins, she is here. Nerees, thank you so much for coming to hang out with me today on the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Speaking of that, okay, because I wanted to say that I know you've been trying to do the challenge for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to say that honestly, this season, you have easily become one of my favorites to watch. Like, I'm not going to lie. And thank you, girl, for giving. I told y'all. I'm on. Like, I told y'all y'all should have cast me. I told y'all. <laughs> exactly. I've been said this and everyone was like, oh, yeah, you, you were begging to be on the challenge. I'm like, I just wanted my opportunity to show people that I'm a lot more than just a dating show. And you've been showing it. Girl, you've been killing it this season and I'm so 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 proud of you you've definitely been one of my favorites to watch and girl I'm honored I'm here <laughs> I literally well first off um I was hoping and praying that you were gonna be on the season too I was like I was so excited to meet you and then when, when I got there and you see the actual cast I'm like damn where's they on <laughs> I was so sad I was like damn it <laughs> maybe one day oh, I don't even want to get into that <laughs> but Let's get into this episode. But I do want to go back, though. So I want to go back to when the teams were first formed, right? Mm -hmm. You and Nelson are split up, right? How yeah. does that feel? And how do you feel about your new team? Oh, well, if you see my face when they first told us, I was actually, I was pissed. I was yeah. pissed because I knew that Nelson was going to be the only person in the game that would 100% would, would have my back. He right. honestly, like was the best partner for me too and vice versa because like whenever I felt like in any of the challenges like I felt like giving up he just knew how to motivate me he knew how to talk to me he kind of he knew me so yeah. I never felt like I felt like the most comfortable with him and then when I started seeing the way the team started forming I'm like oh so this the team about to be on I mean I, like I said we had a lot of brains on my side so I wasn't mad about it but 
coming being yeah. as someone who's a, a bit smaller i was like damn we need some we need some size and we had no size <laughs> Uh uh, don't do that because David beat Goliath. Don't do that. That's very true. That's very true. That's very true. I mean, hey, I'm tiny but mighty. So I Period. Yeah. So now we get on, and now you guys are one person down, right? Now at this point in the episode, you guys are one person down. How are you feeling going into this next daily? Like, dang, we've already lost one person. How does that feel? You know, going into the next daily, we definitely, we knew for a fact that we needed to give it our all because it was going to be a girl's day. And I kind of already knew the way that everything was going, going that if it was, if we lost, I knew I was going to go into elimination. I knew oh. that regardless, I knew that I was going to be main vote, like no matter what, no matter what the conversations were around the house, like, and people were trying to lie to me saying, oh no, maybe it's Amber, maybe it's, a, I was like, no motherfuckers, I very much know that it's going to be me. <laughs> Um, it, they, they made it so evident, uh, throughout the house. Cause you know, bananas would come up to me and be like, you say you're great at puzzles. So you're great at endurance. And so you knew that I was, I knew that I was a threat. So I knew yeah. that it was going to be me. So biggest regret was not talking to Nelson. It's a, I'm like, Nelson, how do you do so great in this daily? And when it comes yeah. to trivia, when I wish he would have just, you know, pulled an LET and, you know, got some questions wrong. So we could have won, but you threw know, the ball. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, come on, you know, it's the girls day. Like, fuck. <laughs> Wow. And it's so interesting that you say that because Fessy and Bananas, they talk about how you're the strongest female on the opposite team. You know, they're like, mm-hmm. she the one. She the one. So how yep. do you feel hearing them say that? Honestly, it felt amazing. Um, when we go into the interrogation room, they yeah. actually, all eight people on the other team, literally they went one by one, all saying like all these amazing things about me that I went in there just like, I went in there like ready to be like, I'm not telling you guys anything. And they were all so sweet and so nice. And they all were just like, you've been such an amazing asset to this house, to the challenge and everything. And I was bawling my eyes out. So like as, as, you know, it was bittersweet to know that I was going to go in, but it felt so nice to realize that like I went there to make a name for myself and to like prove that I'm smarter and stronger, not only to, you know, myself, but to everybody else. And I, I was happy and proud of myself to actually, like, I did that. I actually did. Girl, they were buttering you up. It was the calm before the storm. They was like, let's oh, go yeah, ahead and season fact. this chicken before we put her in the oven. We're going to go ahead and... Yep. <laughs> so, outside of being this great competitor that you are, you have also been in some love triangles. And I want to get into that, okay? <laughs> so, God. before we even get into the whole Tori... And Jordan situation. Johnny, what happened with that? <laughs> yeah, what, what, what's going on with that? Because, you know, when he left, it, it, two things can happen. It's either absence makes the heart grow fonder or out of sight, out of mind. Wh- which one did you do? <laughs> well, clearly it was out of sight, out of mind, but no. no. <laughs> so, you know, when we were in the house, like me and Johnny, I felt like, honestly, the most amazing connection between me and him because we we met at the airport, you know, they show it, we made out, but it was instant connection. Like it was instant. Like we just, he was just a great person to talk to. I love having conversations with him, but he fucked up, you know, um, when he was leaving, I tried running down when he got eliminated. Oh. So when I was walking back up the stairs, he says, it's been real, have fun. And that's all he chose to say. And so the entire house, we all just look at him like, it's been real, have fun. How is that the only thing you say to someone that you just spent 24 seven with for the last three weeks. So for me, I was like, have fun, but I will go have fun because that to me, told I needed to know about our connection because I thought it was something more real. I just sprinted my ass down those stairs to go give you a hug goodbye (laughs) as if you were my boyfriend of years. Like, and you're going to tell me, have fun. Like do like, basically it was like, do you, it was real while we were here, but that's it. And so for also like, 
I know at the time, Johnny's 23 years old. I'm 27. Johnny just started living in LA. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a realist. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to think that you're going to go back home and you're going to sit there and you're going to wait for me. You're going to go back home and go back to all your other girls that you had prior to me, you know? And that's cool because we never talked about, we never talked about like being together in the outside or even seeing what it could be on the outside world. So yeah. I was like, all right, he's probably out there doing him. I'm going to do me. Um, when we get out of here, I'll talk to him and then we can see if this will be a thing. If not, cool. Are you guys in contact now romantically? Uh, I, I, Oh, girl, this smile. That was a cheeseburger smile, girl. What was that? <laughs> well, uh, well, at the reunion, we may have rekindled things. So we rekindled things. Oh. And I didn't expect that because genuinely I was so angry about the way that things happened between me and him outside of the house. Um, yeah. But we rekindled things and naturally we were that London trip was literally just a vacation for me and him. It was it was we, we spent 24 seven together. We literally just flew back last night and today like i woke up oh, at his wow. house this morning so Ooh, yeah well, there you go there you go i told y'all i'm gonna get the tea there you go well okay so then that lets me know that jordan is out of the picture but <laughs> while he was in the picture i do want to dive into that what was it that sparked your interest with jordan like what what attracted you to him it was, I think it was because we just got to know each other without the romantic side of it. Like we weren't, it uh -huh. wasn't like, he was like, oh, I just think you're hot. You know, we, we, it wasn't like no sexual like connection off the bat. It was literally friendship. I got to know him. Yeah. We, we had to have nice deep talks. Um, then just seeing the way that he like carried himself and seeing honestly, because I had judgments of him prior to when I first seen him coming into the house, I was like, mm, I've seen you on past seasons. I didn't know. So seeing mm. him in a different light, mm -hmm. you know, seeing, I don't know, I just... I really liked his personality. Like, honestly, like he would just make me die yeah. laughing. We shared a bedroom. So I got to know him from that. And I think um, as people got eliminated, so like Jay got eliminated. So then it was just me, him and Chauncey in the room. Chauncey spent all his room uh -huh. all his with Amber downstairs. So me and him had a room to just ourselves. So it went from oh, both okay. of us sleeping downstairs in our separate beds, having late night talks like all the time for hours. We would talk for hours and hours to then one day him being like, can I come cuddle you? And I was like, okay, I mean, I'm lonely. Like you can come cuddle. And it started really innocently, <laughs> super, super PG. And then it went from yeah. maybe a couple of days later, we finally kissed. And then a couple of days later, it was like, now we're sleeping in the bed together. So it was, it was gradual. It wasn't so like instant, like me and Johnny. So it was, it was a nice, it was a different feel. It was a different, I don't know. And in that house at that point, I felt like I was there for like three months. Yeah. And it was just like, he was like a, like he, he just felt good it just felt good and you know it was nice to have someone who you could like look at from across the room and be like hey like i don't know it's just it was nice oh at any point did you feel any type of way about you know the tory <laughs> of it all so at the beginning um because so the the house didn't know me and jordan were connecting on that level for a while actually okay. um we kept it pretty on the hush hush no one knew i didn't tell nelson i didn't tell my girls he didn't tell anybody because we just didn't want the judgments, you know, and when they found out and I saw when, when they found out and I saw the way Tori felt, I spent like an entire day bawling my eyes out because I'm like, damn, like I've been there. I've been there. I've been in that situation where you watch someone else who you care about move on with someone else. And it's like in that environment, like I was telling her, I was like, this is not X on the beach. You did not sign up for X on the beach. And I'm sorry that I made you have to witness your ex ex-fiance at that right you know moving on with someone else in the real world it would have been a different situation because you know she wouldn't have seen it it would have happened but she wouldn't have seen it right um so i did i felt bad i, I definitely felt bad because my my 
I, like I was saying in this episode, like mm. I it made a selfish decision because I really wasn't thinking about anybody else. Like I was just worried about myself at the time. And when I finally noticed that, or well, when the when the house found out about me and Jordan, you know, that's when mm. I was like, oh shit. When I seen the way that she reacted and I seen that she, we were having a movie night and she left the movie like 10 minutes into it. Me and him weren't even touching. We were just in the same like bed and yeah. she left. And then you see, you hear the talks from Amber being like, oh my God, that's when she goes out there. It's getting uncomfortable because they're touching. We weren't even touching. Um, and then yeah. you hear Nisa go out there and then all, half the house is going out there to console her. And I'm just like, well, shit. Okay. And then I felt like shit because yeah. I was like, damn, like my intentions were never to make her feel less than like, I never meant to make her feel like, I don't know, uncomfortable or anything, which is why we were doing it on the down low, which is why, you know, we never told anyone. We never showed it at all. Like PDA was never shown until maybe that one clip where they showed me and him in the kitchen, but we never were like yeah. around each other that like that. Um, so I did feel shitty about that. But at the same time, I'm just like, am I, am I supposed to always put someone else's feelings in, in front of mine? Or am I supposed to just live my life and just, you know, go for what feels good for me at the, you know, like when I think back to it, um, very stupid, selfish decision, like still, that's how I felt then. I still feel that now. Um, but it's hard to say that I regret it because Jordan was such a great person to me. Like yeah. I, I loved, I loved what we had going on. And like, I love that. Like, it wasn't like we were just taking it day by day, just enjoying each other's company in the conversation. It wasn't like we were, I don't know. I, I don't know. It was, it was great. It was. So are you two still friends? You and Jordan? Yeah, we're great friends. Um, me and him, I think we hung out probably like two days after he got back. Oh, okay. And, you know, we talked and then we just, we kind of had conversations of just like, I don't, I mean, I don't want to, I don't know. I'm more. Girl, when you I, glowing. I my gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I um, came back home and I told Johnny about everything and Johnny handled it in a very weird situation. But at that point I knew that if I had to choose between Johnny and Jordan, that my feelings were more towards Johnny that more than I ever thought, you know, yeah. coming back home and, you know, processing it all. I realized, okay, maybe you did like Johnny a little bit more than you put off. And, um, so coming back, I was just like, you know, when he came back and I knew, you know, for Jordan, our connection was still there. It was a hard place to be in. Cause I was like, I'm not trying to lead you on. So I should have told him like, listen, like I love our friendship and I genuinely value you and I don't want to lose you at all, but yeah. I don't think that we should take it to the next level I don't think we should be sexual I don't think that we should you know just I think we should just just be friends and yeah. he he is why I say Jordan is so amazing because he understood so well he sent me back a nice paragraph mm -hmm. like he was so understanding and never once after that made me feel uncomfortable yeah. like we hung out thousands like so many times and he never once like hit the moves even and mind you we're drinking we're having fun we're in different environments where he could have even you know still tried to shoot his shot and he didn't. He respected me. He respected, yeah. you know, the connection and the friendship that we had. And it's just been a great friendship since. Like, uh, and, like I can never say anything bad. Ever. Oh, I love to hear that. Yay. All right, Jordan. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a break <laughs> from the love triangles, okay? Yeah. I want to dive into this daily challenge. Now, this trivia, okay, <laughs> is TJ's favorite time to mm. annoy the cast members, right? This one, however, yep. <laughs> like usually with trivia, it's heights and water attached. Y'all were on the ground, okay? But spinning yep. was involved. Now, how did you feel about that? Trivia and spinning. How did how did that work for you? I loved every second of it. Absolutely <laughs> loved every single second of it. The moment I seen the spinning wheel, I said, 
yes, this is so much fun. I wouldn't say like, I'm not someone who gets nauseous easily. And when it comes to trivia, like I said, I literally do this for fun. Like, and like, that's not even, that wasn't even like preparing to go on the challenge. Like I do trivia, I do Sudoku, I do puzzles and all that for fun on my phone every day because I'm a loser. Like, and just like, (laughs) I'm a little nerd. So, you know what I mean? Like, so that's for me, as soon as I heard trivia, I was like, let's get it. Like, and at that point I'm like, yeah, this, this is where I get to shine. This is where I can help my team. This is where now at that point I'm feeling positive. I'm like, oh yeah, there's no way yeah. that my team's going to lose. Like no offense to Nelson, but they got <laughs> Nelson on the other side. Like we got the brains on this side. There should be no excuse for us not to win. Like we, we may be down a person, but we're, we got all the brains over here. So it's like, I was, I went into it very, very hopeful. How fast or slow was that wheel actually spinning? It actually, it was going fast as shit. Like it was really the entire time. My team was complete. They were the biggest babies. I sw- biggest babies. <laughs> Jordan, Virgin Tears. Devin, Virgin Tears. Amber, Mariah, Tears. I'm just like the entire. And then the entire time we're spinning, I'm literally like, wee, just like going around. And you like, had six flags. Literally, at one point, Devin was like, Nuri, shut the fuck up. And I was like, why? I'm having fun. He's like, I don't care. Because they were so miserable. Yeah. They, they were hating that I was having such a good time. I was Aww. having the bla- I was having a blast. time of my life. I was, like I said, to me, it was it was like a carnival game. And for them, they were miserable. They so. were like, she's good at another thing. She's good at spinning, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it was my own team. And they were, they were just like, Nuri, shut up. I was like, okay. So... I want to tap into Nelson because, as you said, trivia is not his thing, right? But he showed out on he this did. daily, okay? <laughs> Nelson showed out on this daily. And so it raises the question, are you his good luck charm? Because let me tell you something. <laughs> Nelson has been showing out so far this season, right? And I personally, I'm just going to go ahead and say it on record. I think it's because of you. I think you brought something to this season to him that his antennas are at 1,000, right? And so mm-hmm. when you see him and he's giving you these praises in the interrogation and all these other kind of things, how does that make you feel? Oh, it made me feel amazing um, mm-hmm. because it was nice. Like I'm always, I'm still to this day, I will say it again, say it all the time. Like I'm so thankful for him, for him giving me this opportunity because if it wasn't for him, I would have never been there. Yeah. And then to see the way that it went about because going in there, I was kind of skeptical. Like if people have seen me and him on X on the beach, like Girl. X on the beach, <laughs> he he came out and I was like, You're a bitch. It, was, it was very negative. It was very much like me and him just butting heads the entire time. So I'm like, man. I didn't know what to expect going into this at all. And the way that everything yeah. was just so perfect, like our communication skills were amazing. Talk and I can genuinely you. say like, we did everything together. And I think that's what made us such like, so connected also in the game. Like, let's say I was going to get yeah. breakfast. Like I made sure to go put breakfast aside for him if I knew he was working out. Like we would work out together. We would, mm. we would he would make sure to keep me accountable. Like if I was going to lose my cool, he would pull me aside and we would have great conversations. It was like everything overall I think is what yeah. how it translated into the game because our communication and everything, our connection yeah. was just there. Like there was never like genuinely like my best friend. So me and him actually spent time together and actually got to know each other aside from just the game. Yeah. And I think that's what helped us out at the end. And I think that's what that I know. I, and then obviously like, I, I will definitely say I'm his good luck charm. And I think he'll say it too. He'll give me all that credit. Um, as, as you see, like, you know, he's miserable on his team now without me. Like he was, yes. you know, he's like, man, I had someone yes. real by my side, someone who I knew uh, 
indefinitely had my back and then yeah. now he's on this other team where they're being shady towards him and he's just like you see like this is why he would have preferred to just be with me it shows through the way you guys compete that the rapport was tight like we could see that you guys genuinely were ride or dies even with you guys being on opposite sides you can tell no they still rolling till the wheels fall off and that's something i definitely appreciated seeing him giving you your flowers girl was something i appreciated seeing i thought it was so beautiful to see that side of him and i'm so glad you brought up x on the beach because i was going to tap into that too <laughs> because not only are you two ride or dies you guys are also exes so i guess my question is at any yeah. point did you guys happen to slip down memory lane at any point this season? No, not at all, ever. Um, thankfully, uh, thank God. <laughs> Honestly, and I was rooting, I was rooting for him and Olivia when, and it's funny because people people would think that that dynamic would have been so weird because yeah. like obviously Olivia was my girl, me and him are exes, and I was helping them out the entire time. But I loved seeing him be with someone else, and I think vice versa. I think he yeah. enjoyed seeing me happy, and you know that's all that mattered. We never, I mean, we would randomly talk about like different situations for X on the beach because people always ask like, oh, how was that? Like, what was your yeah. experience like? Um, but aside from that, no, like everything was just super, like just on a friendship level. Like it's, I know I hate when people say this, especially when they've had like a past and a history, but like literally like my yeah. brother now, it's been, it's been five years too. So I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like a brother now. Um, never. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine taking it down and going get, going to that. Yeah, no. not So all. at this and, point, no. <laughs> is, it, is it safe to say that this season strengthened the friendship between you and Nelson? Yeah, it, def it definitely. Yeah. I never in a million years would have ever expected mine and his friendship to be where it's at now. Like outside, now outside of the game, outside when we got home. I can genuinely say he's one of my yeah. friends. Like we literally talk yeah. every other day, if not every, like to the point where like, if I don't hear from him or he doesn't hear from me for like two days, like he texts me like, oh, hello. I haven't heard from you. Like you good. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I haven't talked to you because I've been busy. Uh, and he's like, okay, well, I don't care if you've been busy. Make time for me. And I'm like, all right. And call like, me. Literally. <laughs> and, like I was, he invited me to spend Thanksgiving with him and his family. Um, oh. It's been, yeah. Like, uh, like I said, literally like the best, like, and whenever he's going through it, like, I would say I've been there for him like this entire for the past however many months we've been home like he calls me about everything you know before he does anything or acts off emotion he calls me he asks me for advice 24 7 you know I genuinely like would say like that's literally one of my best friends right now like I have him pinned in my messages oh I love that I love 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 that so <laughs> before we go any further we need to take a quick break but we'll be right back after this Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Well, let's go on and get into it because (laughs) we're coming back to Tori. So now your team lost the daily, right? And so... A girl has to go in and yeah. your name is on the chopping block, right? Oh. So you decide to have, oh, I don't know. I don't know if you decided or she decided. I don't know how it played out. Inform me. You guys end up having this conversation, you and Tori. Mm-hmm. How does that come about? And was that strategic or was that a genuine conversation? No, it wasn't strategic. It was literally just like a conversation that really needed to be had. Because I was right. like, you know, I was in, at that point, I, I'm still thinking I'm going to be there for a while. I never wanted to make her feel uncomfortable. So I pulled yeah. her aside and I was like, do you want to talk? You know, like, let's just put it all out there. Cause I'd rather not just walk around here walking on eggshells and feeling really uncomfortable. Yeah. It was like, I wouldn't say Tori was the messy one. Cause she wasn't, but it was like, you hear Amber running around being like, Oh my God. And like Amber would come pretend like she's my friend and then go run to Tori and be like, but that makes you feel uncomfortable. Or you hear Anissa trying to be messy, you know, tra- telling people. So I like, you hear the rumors and I was just tired of the rumors mm. but like, before I go off. Let me go talk to the person that I should be talking to before I go off on everyone else. Yeah. So. I appreciate that going straight to her as opposed to entertaining the crowd. I appreciate yeah. that. I really do. The fire starter committee. I, I understand that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. So then in saying that she kept saying, it's not personal. It's not personal. It's just game. And her wanting to get you put as mm-hmm. the vote to go into elimination. Do you believe that? Uh, it was 50 50 for a fact, because at that point I've already proven myself. Like I, there was in the mini uh-huh. final, there was a time where Devin and Tori were ahead of us. Um, and cause they got the puzzle uh-huh. faster, but like the moment me and Nelson figured it out, maybe five minutes later, like we blew them out the water. So I already knew that she knew like competitive yeah. wise, like I was a big threat. Like I, we passed her like sprinted yeah. by them. Like after they had already left us at the puzzle forever ago, like, so I think like game wise, I definitely think that I had proven to her like that I was a threat, but 1000% she didn't want to keep seeing me in Jordan. So she it was, that was definitely like, it was 50. <laughs> and as much as, as much as she said, no, it's not personal. It was 1000% personal too. Like I know for a fact, no one wants to see their ex like connecting with anyone else. And if you can cut the connection off early, you might as well do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do at this point in time, is there any like is is there any awkwardness between you and Tori now that the show is over or are you two cordial are you friends like what's what's the status of that Oh me and her we're super cordial now I I truly believe like Tori okay. actually handled the situation really well um and I couldn't say that many people mm-hmm. would have handled it the way that she did like now out here in the outside yeah. world I don't think like at least from my knowledge I don't think she's like she she's had she's could have had multiple opportunities to talk down on me talk down on my name you know 
and, you know, be spiteful. And she never did that. You know, she's she's been amazing. You know, she. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm actually shocked. Like, I truly am shocked because I don't know if I could have been as big of a woman as she is. Hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think this entire situation, right? Do you think Jordan could have gone about the situation better than he did? I mean, maybe, but I think he was just living his best life. Like at that point, it had been a year and a half since they had even spoken. Um, and he's already moved yeah. on multiple times, like prior to that. You know what I mean? I know it's because the environment was weird. So like, I know the environment is like, oh, because, you you know, she's there too. But like, let him live his best life. Like he's been, I mean, I don't necessarily know the whole situation between them two, but like, he's already gone through his shit. Like, let him have his fun. Let him, if yeah. he found, found comfort in me, like, let him do it. Like, I... Maybe he, yeah. maybe he, maybe we should have kept it more on the down low so no one knew. But like at the end of the day, mm -hmm. if I was mm -hmm. making him happy, like I'm glad I did because in that environment he was stressed. Wow. And mind okay. you, he had, okay. But think so about, like he was, he was in an environment after a year and a half, and he was living in a house with Fessy. So it's like, you know, yeah. I feel like he was dealing with his own shit too. Okay. All right. So we going into the interrogation, right? Five votes, Mama. Five votes against you. <laughs> How did that make you feel? And was there anyone who voted against you that you felt betrayed by? Nope. Uh, I, I, I I saw it coming. I saw it coming. Um, I knew that out of the yeah. eight people on that team, I actually was shocked at the way that the other three votes went. But I knew for a fact because I knew Olivia okay. would have never said my name. That's my that's my girl in the house. And Nelson, of course, not. And then mm -hmm. I knew that. Fessy at that point already viewed me as a friend too, that I knew that Fessy would never do that to me or do that to Nelson. So I knew for a fact, the only three people yeah. I had guaranteed on my side were them. Um, so I knew, I knew it. I was like, there's no way they're there. All five of them are definitely saying my name. I knew for a fact, Tori and Anissa would say my name because of Jordan. Um, Bananas at that point, yeah. not my friend. Uh, Chauncey already said his name. And then I forget who the last one. Yeah. Oh, Casey. And then obviously I knew Casey wasn't going to do anything to, obviously she's with Nani. So I, I already knew that the votes were going to be that way. Like I wasn't, I was prepared. I went into that. Yeah. It's into the elimination knowing for a fact that it was going to be me. Whew. Yeah. Girl, I know that feeling. Yeah. I hate it. I know that feeling. Yeah. But you know what? I'm so glad you brought up Nani because I want, now that you've seen the episode, right? How did it feel seeing that she made a deal with the other girls and not you? How, how did that feel watching that? So, um, after interrogation, because of how everything went the first time with that team and they weren't on the same page, they all decided that it was going to be uh -huh. me as the main vote um, when they were in interrogation. After interrogating all of us, they already knew. So when they came back, first thing Nelson said was, oh, okay. Nelson came and he told me. So now moving forward throughout the house mm. for the rest of the day, it was, I already knew, everyone yeah. knew Nerissa's main vote. So now it was up to Nani, Mariah, and Amber. Wow. to figure it out within, within them three to figure to out which one of them was going to be. Um, so I thought I didn't have a choice at that point. I think if roles were switched and like, let's say we, we didn't know. Um, I truly believe that Nani and I would have talked because I think Nani and I were a lot closer and we bonded a lot more than her and Mariah. Yeah. So I think if it would have came down, if it would have been different, I think Nani would have had my back. Um, and she, we, we me and her mm. probably would have talked game. But then it would have been, a, yeah, I don't know. It would have been interesting. I don't know. Um, but I didn't know that her and Amber had, I didn't know her and Amber had, like, had talked about anything. Like, that was shocking to me. I was like, oh, interesting. Uh -huh. um, because Amber always talks and cries about how the vets never have her back. So I figured that at that point, like, 
she didn't really, I, I didn't think that she had talked to Nani. I thought her and Mariah were like best friends. So I didn't know that her and Nani were going to be in cahoots. Oh, girl. The, the more you learn. As you watch, the more you learn, the more you know. <laughs> yep. And then also Amber had been going through some family stuff. So Amber had told us all, all the girls on our team mm. that she kind of wanted to go home. So oh. that's kind of when me and Mariah talked. And that's when I, I actually asked Mariah. I said, Mariah, I think you should go make a deal with Nani. So that way Amber is the one that goes up yeah. against me. Because at that point, I figured, all right, well, Mariah doesn't want to leave. Nani doesn't want to. And if Amber wants to leave, like, we might as well make it easier instead of it being messy and maybe Mariah going against me or Nani. We can make sure that you two are, you know, in alliance right now for the day. And then Amber can be the one being thrown in. Of the three ladies, who did you feel the most confident going up against? If you could choose. For me, it was 50-50 between Nani and Amber. I felt like they were, they were, us three girls were kind of like the same body types. So I figured that would be the most fair um, elimination. Like, I figured that Mm -hmm. would be the one that it would be like 50-50. You wouldn't know who was going to win. It kind of just depended on who gave more, gave it, yeah, gave it more or whatever. Um, Definitely wouldn't have wanted to go against Mariah because Mariah definitely had size on me. She had thighs on me. Do you see them abs? (laughs) I said, that's good. I love her too. That was my girl. So I was like, definitely do not want to go against my girl, but also don't want to go against her because she's a fucking beast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you are too, though. Don't care. You are too, though. (laughs) (laughs) So your opponent is Amber. Mm -hmm. You see what the elimination is immediately because I did pole wrestle too, right? What is your strategy? I swear I didn't even have a strategy at that point. (laughs) I'm seeing this random ball with all these random ass candles. I said, how does anyone even prepare for this? Like, I had no idea. Um, All I knew at that moment was you just got to give her your all. Like, I was just like... And like I said, I've grown up, I grew up with nothing but brothers and wrestling. WWE was big for us. So like wrestling, yeah. and, you know, actual fist fighting with guys, like my brothers was always very much a thing that we did. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to pretend like I'm fighting one of them and I'm going to give it my all. <laughs> my brothers used to do all this crazy shit to me and I would always come out on top and I used to make my brothers tap out. So I was like, if I can do it to them, I can do it to Amber. <laughs> huh. At that point, I was just like, huh. you got to give it your all. I didn't even have a strategy. Now looking back, Ooh. I definitely wish, uh, I wish I would have, I don't know, I guess done my research. I think that's when experience comes into play. You know, once you Mm -hmm. do it or, you know, you're being coached by someone who's already done it, I think that helps. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't hear anybody up top. Like, I was so focused. (laughs) You in the zone. Yeah, that they were yelling things at me. Like, when I talked to them now, like, Jordan was like, yeah, I was telling Nelson to tell you to twist. Nelson was telling you to twist. I was like, I couldn't hear any of you guys. I was focused. Huh. People was asking me, Davon, what's your strategy with the pole? Hold on. What do you mean? Like, I don't, hold on. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you see in the second one, when we went for the second round, I had it. Yeah. I only I only had it by one hand. At that point, I kind of blew yeah. my mind mentally. I was like, if I can't find a way to gr- put my second hand on this thing, I'm gonna lose because she has two hands on it. Like, and she's yeah, she's nimble and flexible. Did you see her? She literally had. She was everywhere. Literally, and so I'm like, I'm not flexible like that. So I already knew. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I need to find a way to get my other hand, or I'm about to lose. And that's exactly what happened. You know, she she got she got wow. she had the better the better grip strength at that moment for a fact. I'm so glad you brought up the second round because as a viewer, Amber wins the first round, right? Mm-hmm. And we see your face going into the second round. You looked defeated, were you? Because you, it looked like uh, it and it's, and I hate to say it, but one hundred percent, I was. I um, yeah, I had I had a really bad hip. I could barely walk at that point. I had barely been able to walk for like a week already at that mm-hmm. point. Um, really, really bad. Like I had messed up my hip and my groin. 
So I already was in so much pain from my hip that that mm-hmm. first round, it was killing me. And then not only did I that, yeah. I hurt my forearm in the first round. So at that point, oh. I'm going into it like I can barely walk. And this is, you know, we're throwing ourselves on the ground and you need your leg strength to get up. And it was like, I could barely yeah. move. And I, and everybody else in the house can vouch for me because I'm like, I literally was like hobbling around for like two weeks. Aww. Yeah. And so um, now that I hurt my forearm, I was just like, damn, like that's that's two now. Like now, now my only Aww. leg and my arm. So going into the second round, I kind of knew that. So I was like, but I'm so mad at myself for that. I think back to it and I'm just like, damn, like I knew I, I knew I was defeated. Like I was already defeated, but I shouldn't have let that get to me. I should have just been like, no, fuck it. Like keep going. But I but you didn't quit. That's true. I did not. You didn't quit. You gave her. And then let me tell you something. Because to the average eye, watching you two go into this elimination, it was like, oh, Amber about to tear her up. But she didn't. Mm -hmm. She didn't. Like, you gave her a run for her money. And I was watching it like, come on. And I love Amber. But I was like, come on, Norris. Come on. Get up. Like, (laughs) I was screaming at the screen. It took a long time. (laughs) That actually, like, it was, the first round was so long. Like, it took everything. There was parts where, like, me and her were literally both just laying there, like trying to catch our breath because it was going on for so long that we couldn't even move anymore. And then we're like, I have reset. Yeah. <laughs> like it was always like, yep. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. Also, shout out to the challenge gods. I don't know how they knew, but that was the one elimination I've always wanted to do. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I always said that if I was going to do an elimination, I always wanted to be a pole wrestle because I always wanted to, you know, show that I'm stronger than I look. I always wanted to prove it to myself. So, when I walked yeah. out there and I seen it, I was like, like, if you see me, I have a big smile the entire time because I yeah. was just like, I was just happy. I was like, what are the odds? Like, I finally made it to the challenge, competed and did amazing. And now I'm finally yeah. in my elimination, doing my dream elimination. Like, I couldn't have been yeah. mad. I wasn't mad. I was super happy. I mean, it did suck that I got got sent home. But like, hey, it was it was amazing. Great experience. You know what? In this game, losing, it, it sucks. It, it su- And it hurts, especially if you're hungry for it and you want mm-hmm. that win. It, it hurts. And we all get emotional, girl. You didn't see me snot-nosed, ugly crying. <laughs> like, it, it, it happens. Yeah. You got so emotional when you lost. And I felt it. Girl, my eyes started sweating. I didn't cry because I'm a thug. But <laughs> I, my eyes started sweating a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I'm watching you, I felt your tears through the screen. What did this season mean to you? What did this opportunity mean to you? Um, like I said, it was, don't want to cry. I'm a, such a cry baby. I hate it. Um, but it, it meant okay. everything to me, honestly, because like I said, I've, I've wanted this opportunity for a really long time. Um, yeah. and it's, it's constantly like the fans, even now dealing with it, but before it's always like, she couldn't do this. She can't, she can't, she can't. And like all the negatives on me. So going into the season, I really just wanted to prove it to myself. And then obviously I'm like, I have so many people that depend on me. So Mm. losing at that elimination, it was just so like, I felt like I was letting people down. Um, Mm. Also my team, because like no shade to Amber either, but like um, at all, because Amber is amazing. And I always, I always feel like I have to say this because people think that I like hate Amber and I I don't, but I think obviously she won her rookie season. I think that's amazing. But I, at that point, my team had told me like, I was a stronger asset at that time. So I'm like, damn, I just let my whole team down, like Mm. let my family down, let myself down. I'm just like, so that's, that's where I was. My emotions all came into play and I was just taken aback. I was just like, damn, like, I really, I really truly believe I could have won this. And now I'm going home. Wow. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Don't ever put that much pressure on yourself. Cause I've been there. 
and it's a hard, heavy load to carry. Mm -hmm. Don't put that much pressure on yourself. You go there, you compete, and you have fun. Yes, let those things that are in the back of your mind and in your heart, let that drive you to get that win. Let that be your motivation. But don't let it become a burden to push you through the season because it that's going to cloud your judgment every single time. Girl, been there, done that. Got the t-shirt, the hat, and the jacket. Been there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't, don't let... Girl, you about to get me emotional. Let's move on. We move forward. <laughs> the game for you is not over. TJ tell you, come back, girl. Bring it back, girl. Man. Come back, girl. You see me cry all over again. I said, I'm just been bawling my eyes out. Now you're going to... Now I'm bawling my eyes out because I'm sad. Now you're going to give me some good news. I'm going to cry all over again. Now I'm crying happy tears. Like, I was, like, I, when I tell you that feeling, especially, like, as a fan, too, they haven't done redemption in so long. Like, when I got walked yeah. back in there, I was so shocked because they were like, you're going to do pickups. I said, pickups for what? What do you guys need me to pick up? <laughs> they be just, lying. Yeah, so I walked back in there, and I just see TJ there. And he's like, he's like, hey. And I'm like, Hey, like I'm in pain. I'm limping up to him. My arms hurting. I'm like, Hey, what's up? And he's like, yeah, you know, and this season you ride by your partner, you die by your partner, your ride or die is still in the game. And I was just so excited because at that point, all I'm thinking to myself was I'm winning this shit. I'm winning. This shit. That's it. Like I'm winning this shit because if Nelson stays in the game and we come back and me and him are ride or dies. Yeah. There's no, there was literally, there was no doubt in my mind that we were going to, we were going to lose. Like uh, we had already proven to, to be such a great ride or die pair that all I thought mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so that means if I'm still here because of Nelson, that means the teams are going to switch up back to partners soon. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, all right, it's going to go back to partners. Mm -hmm. And when me and Nelson are together, mm -hmm. we work amazing. I don't got to worry about being on a losing team. That's amazing. <laughs> I was like, okay, bet. Now all of, all I knew was that that was just like, God doing me a favor because like I said, mm. I was injured like already and I needed physically a break for sure. So I'm like, yeah. I got to go to redemption and chill and get my hip better <laughs> and I'm gonna come back stronger. I get rehab. Yeah, yes, and I'm gonna come back stronger. I said, Oh, they're gonna I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a force when I come back. I was like, they're not ready. I was like, Yep. All I was thinking was, yeah, now I'm winning this, like for sure. It was that's all that was in my mind. I was so excited. Yes. So going through this week. And seeing how the cards fail, right? Because mm -hmm. the beautiful thing about going into redemption and being able to come back is when people think you're leaving, they show their ass, right? Yep. And so now that you've seen that, knowing that you could come back into the game, who are you focused on? Oh, that that entire other team, for a fact. I was like, well, first <laughs> off, my, bananas, uh, bananas was always my main target. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> like, not because he's not, like, person-wise, I think he's dope. I actually was shocked that the fact that I actually liked him. Game-wise, mm -hmm. I don't need you to be here. You've already won seven times, been on 21 seasons. Like, for what? What am I keeping you here for? Like, at that point, I was ready. It's my and turn. Then, exactly. And then, yeah, I had my thing with Jordan, but I said, uh, Jordan got to go, too. So that means Anissa. <laughs> Goodbye. Both of y'all got to go. Like, oh, you done like, woke up. She up. Yeah. I was like, uh-uh. So I, it, coming back, my all I wanted was to hear that one of those other writer dies were the ones to go home first, like, specifically those two teams because I'm like y'all are just beasts, yeah and y'all already been here you guys have already done this pass the torch like y'all don't need it anymore you know give it to somebody else and so at that point that's all I'm thinking yes. like I gotta get rid of them and still to this day I regret my decision or our decision mine and Nelson's decision of putting in Amber because all I wanted to do was put in bananas and Nani 
and we switched our mind we changed our mind mm. two seconds before going into elimination and i regret that because i'm like why would have played differently why, why did you guys switch so we were on the bus um headed to elimination and i think nani went up uh-huh. on nelson on the bus and had like uh i think she might have cried to him and was like i really can't believe you did this you know you're my brother banana's birthday was the next mm. day and i think um the the anniversary of her mom's passing was coming up so it was a lot on her oh. too and then she's thinking you know nelson is my friend who is it who just threw me in so i knew she was going through it emotionally and so he came up to me yeah. just like distraught like he felt like he really let a real friend down and you know nelson plays with his emotions yeah so he was yeah. super hurt we're lined up about to go into elimination and he's just like please and he's like let's not say them and i was like no we're saying bananas and nani and he's like no let's not so we we're going back and forth and all i thought to myself was i've seen this before you know, when Zach and I think mm. Zach and someone else, I forget what season it was, they couldn't make a decision. They ended up going into elimination. So at that point, I'm thinking Ooh, Zach myself, and Amanda. Mm. Zach and Amanda. So now I'm thinking to myself, do I sit here and argue with Nelson and go back and forth with him? Or do I just decide, you know what, Nelson, I'll give you this one because the likelihood of us winning another one is pretty high. I'll give you this one. Mm-hmm. And if you want to say Amber and Chauncey, I will say Amber and Chauncey. Still in hopes that maybe Banana and Nani would somehow get thrown in. So mm-hmm. that's what happened. Never wanted it to be Amber. Never. She was never even a thought. Um, always wanted it to be Banana. I wish Nani wasn't tied to him. Because it was. if not, I would have just said Bananas. But yeah, Bananas and Nani. <laughs> Girl, you wanted him gone. <laughs> yes, I did. I was like, uh-uh. Like the shadiness, that thing. I was like, he got to go. He got to go. <laughs> He's too good. Narice, you have been the bomb on this podcast however i'm not gonna let you go just yet because we have one final segment okay (laughs) so this is a fun little game time we're gonna loosen up you know just do a little little extra trivia okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we have three questions for you about your partner nelson Okay. okay. So you say y'all are ride or dies. That's your ace boon coon, your mm-hmm. partner, your main apple scrapper, right? Now it's time to prove it. So I have three questions for you. Okay. You got to get them. You ready? Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, number one. You broke Nelson's very long losing streak. How many dailies did he lose in a row before you arrived? 52. Am I wrong? Or was it, was it 54? Ah! I thought it was 54. 54. Jesus. The curse is broken. Hearing that number still to me, I'm just like, Nelson, how the hell? 54? That's a lot. (laughs) Girl, he was waiting on you. It was all in the divine purpose, okay? It's all about that. Right. Okay, number two. So you and Nelson were both on Are You the One? What season was he on? He was on season three. Oh, two for two. She's two <laughs> for two. <laughs> Last and final question. Oh, this one gets on under my skin. Oh my gosh. Final question. <clears throat> Finish this Nelson quote. Folks, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, it gets under my skin. Like, why are you saying this, Nelson? And and at this point, I think the best part about it is that the first time he ever said it, it was such a like, Nelson, what? That now he doesn't give a shit. He he refuses. He will not say nitty gritty. 
he will always say needy greedy now from now on he does not care he it's needy greedy it's not nitty gritty he already decided <laughs> and he always says come on people <laughs> come on people Norice, this interview has been so much fun. Thank you for being a breath of fresh air and coming and hanging out with your girl today. I appreciate you more than you know. Truly, thank you for having me. And thank you for all your kind words. Honestly, like you are an inspiration in the game too. And now, you've just been thank so amazing. You. So hearing everything you said about me, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just heart. I'm like, my heart is warm. Thank you. Aww. Where can the people find you on social media? So you can find me on Instagram at Narice K. Mateo. I'm shadow banned, so you have to make sure to type in the whole thing. Twitter, it's Narice K. Mateo, I believe. And follow me on TikTok because I'm funny. And my TikTok <laughs> is Narice13. <laughs> <laughs> well, people, go follow her. Get them laughs on TikTok because I'm going to go follow her, too. <laughs> this has been another great episode. I appreciate you for hanging out with your girl. Thank you for having me. Have a good day, beautiful. Bye. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast, so grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Oh, you guys, this was such a great interview with Miss Narice. Oh, I'm so glad that she came by and decided to hang out with your girl and have a little chit chat with me, a little girl talk. I hope you all enjoyed it because I did. Before I get up out of here, I want to go ahead and plug my social media. If you want to follow me, go ahead and find me on Twitter <laughs> at DayDavon underscore, or you can find me on Instagram at Diane underscore. And of course, you can find me right 
here on the podcast. And speaking of this podcast, if you like this episode, which I hope you did, rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And tell a friend, your mama, your daddy, your auntie, your uncle, the mailman, tell somebody so they can all listen. <laughs> and as always, you can always catch new episodes of The Challenge Ride or Dies Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on MTV. And of course, we'll see you back here next week for a brand new episode of MTV's official challenge podcast. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.